send down some angels And they better have guns Cause everybody's crazy down here On everybody's drugs Casinos, pornos, stock shows Where white trash goes to die Bumps push balls, crack hit squirrels And birds too drunk to fly Welcome to Kate's Bunker, episode four. Uh, thank you, listeners, once again for joining me in my quest to demystify the fascist spider web, imprisoning us all from the safety of my gorgeous underground bunker, which just keeps getting nicer every day. <sighs> all right, shout out to the super. Uh, you should have seen this place when I first moved in. It's top model, but it's top because it's built to last, and it's been lasting since World War II, so it's kind of not... Not been lasting, but it's still here, and it's it's definitely a bunker, and it's better than it would be if I lived in some normal fucking house. So don't you know don't 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 criticize. See, I see what you guys say on, on my shit on bunker chat forums. What I'm not banned, you know, and you know, if you don't think that I have a way of getting around these bans, uh, you're you're an idiot. And who are even who even are you if you never set up a burner account? You're like you know, but you know, I see I see what you're saying about me and fucking sticks and stones, right? Okay, I live, live in a bunker. Um, sticks and stones bounce right right off physically and um emotion emotionally you're you're on the internet okay you're on the internet nothing can hurt me that's a fact you can't even find me so that all right so <clears throat> all right that being said i need to address some stuff up top about the uh, the voicemail i played for my ex-wife last week and here's the deal uh <laughs> i feel like you guys didn't get the point okay like obviously my ex-wife uh maya is bullying me and that that's proof that i'm being harassed but it would appear uh, that all of you thought it was some kind of big fucking joke, and now her inbox is flooded with, um, <clears throat> people asking her out. And, actually, um, it would appear she's gotten more emails from this podcast than I have actual listens, which seriously shouldn't even be possible. Um, how is this happening? Uh, do you just hear about it from other Toe Hogan fans or something? You know, it's just this, is my whole life bulleted out on subreddit now? Are you guys that fucking i mean that yeah that probably tracks you guys don't really have a social life outside of each other not that there's anything wrong with that obviously i'm not the authority on having a social life but you know seriously this this is what you do with your time you know you you figure out that uh a woman is getting a divorce because her ex-wife has a podcast that toe hogan is on for one episode you that's how you find this out that if somebody's getting divorced and you know like you listen to your guy be a guest and then you just decide to like oh yeah no i'm just gonna slide into her dms she, she's gonna want me that's creepy okay that's creepy you guys are a bunch of fucking mouth breeders, and uh, I I am not saying that all, all about that of all of Toe Hogan's fans, obviously. Like, I'm not trying to alienate his whole fan base on episode four. I'm not a fucking idiot. You know, I'm specifically just talking about the ones that are emailing uh, my, my wife, sorry, excuse, ex-wife. Okay, yes, I know it's 
been over admit i don't care all right don't slide into women's dms how about that how about that don't slide into women's dms and you definitely don't slide into their designated email addresses for fan mail that are initially handled by an administrative assistant and filtered for content and passed on to them okay no all right i know that sounds like it should be okay but it's not all right fan mail is for being a fan all right not asking people out all right and i know it sounded like maya i know it sounded like that you know that voicemail maya was cool you know it's you know it sounded like she was cool with it and you know cool with all those emails asking her out but you know she was just doing that to make me jealous all right yeah she's a bully all right we've been over this don't hit on her all right just stick to fan stuff like wow i really like your violin playing or you're a genius at chess or you did a really great presentation on that tech conference on using chess as a strategy for corporate networking on social media you're a genius i i miss how your hair moves in the wind but okay you don't ask her on a date all right don't you know i don't care if it seems respectful terms and you're like a nice person with a lot offer or like better than me or more financially secure or whatever but you you're crossing a line all right stop stop reaching out that don't don't talk to my ex-wife get a fucking life all right you guys know she's fucking bullying me about these emails okay my bunker might be reinforcement i don't i still have feelings except crying i don't cry we established this <laughs> That was, sorry, I'm, <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm just, it's, we're here, we're in, it's dark, I got some fucking dust in my, in my mouth, or leave my ex alone, let's get on with the episode. As you all know, in episode two with Toe Hogan, we were unable to get through the full theory of a Lincolnism, uh, the theory that uh, Lincoln does not exist, because he uh, would not shut up about his beef with Hank Thompson and, uh, simping my ex-wife. So, as much as I hate the trend of podcasts developing soap opera feuds with each other for content, like, a uh, reality show with no producers to make any of the fights fucking interesting, um, and if you think that statement is about you, it probably is, or you wouldn't be getting defensive, all right? I, I am honoring my promise to Toe Hogan to mediate a discussion between him, himself, and fucking Hank Thompson regarding Toe's belief that Hank's father is part of some kind of baseball-related conspiracy. Um, Hank Thompson has been declining to go on to the Toe Hogan reality due to the amount of harassment he is already receiving from some of Toe Hogan's fans, but he has agreed to come on my podcast because I'm willing to act as an objective third party uh, since I have conflicting information from my source that backs up his side of the story. Uh, and I'm also willing to do this because uh, the success of my podcast or at this, at this stage uh, hinges on having Toe Hogan on as a regular guest. Um, but if he keeps rolling in babbling about this beef with the baseball simulator video game podcaster in Cleveland, like, we're, ne we're never going to get to talk about anything else. And I'm going to lose my fucking mind from how boring and stupid this whole thing is. So... Um, here's what we're gonna do. I have Toe Hogan and Hank Thompson on standby. Uh, I'm gonna stop my spiel now for a while, because, uh, we only, 
uh, have a few minutes. You know, we're already, all, uh, you know, we got only a few minutes in, and I have to fucking uh, create some buffer of time for keeping Toe Hogan on task. As much as I want to think he knows how to respect my time, I know that's not true. So uh, I'm going to attempt to bring Toe Hogan on first. We're going to try to establish some boundaries, all right? And then I am going to conference in Hank, and I hope to God we can keep everything civil and fucking squash this beef permanently, all right? So, okay, Hank, Hank just texted me that he's ready, uh, he's ready, he can go. Um, uh, Toe has not responded. Let me go, uh, try to get him on the line. Hold on a second. Hey, Kate, uh, can I conference back in like a minute? My podcast is running Dude, over. what the fuck? You said THR wasn't streaming today. Oh, this isn't THR. It's Blood on the Chessboard. I just started a chess boxing podcast. Wow. All right. You really double booked me because you thought I was only talking about THR and I, I didn't magically know that you started a chess boxing podcast. It's not my fault you weren't specific. Okay, it really should have been obvious that I was asking about general availability. <laughs> well, it wasn't, and I'll have you know... You were on my calendar, and I was planning to do this, and sometimes my projects brought over. You know how it Dude, is. Dude, I got Hank waiting on the other line right now. You can't finish this later. Oh, great. Just bring him in, and I'll conference back in when Dude, I'm done. Dude, no. I really think you should come on first so we can establish some ground rules and, you know... Thanks. Cool. Okay, I appreciate it. Look, I'll be back in a Denver minute. Give me a second. Oh, my God. All right. All right, so I've never heard the phrase a Denver Minute before, but based on weed culture, I'm going to assume that a Denver Minute isn't going to be fast. Um, all right, so... All right, this isn't ideal, but I'm not going to leave Hank hanging like this. Who knows when the hell fucking Tohoban's going to call back in. Holly? Hank, is that you? Yep, it's me. Awesome. All right, Hank, uh, thanks for uh, coming on to Kate's Bunker. Uh, thank you. Hello. Welcome. Hi, yeah, uh, no problem. Thanks so much for having me. It's it's really nice of you to help me with this problem. I know it's, I mean, it's not really your problem. I'm, I'm sorry I got dragged into it, but uh, yeah, no, thank you. It's fine. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no problem. It's fine, dude. It's not, you know, it's not, well, I mean, it's not fine because his fans are threatening you with death and hitting on my ex-wife, but we will, we will make it okay somehow unfortunately we're already starting at a loss though like i i know i told you i was going to try to take toe down a notch before i brought you on but he appears to be held up on his other podcast right now even though he told me he was free and uh i don't know when i you know i don't know when he's going to conference back in so i just brought you on because i didn't want to you know i didn't want to leave you hanging on for however long it takes for him to call back in you know that, 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 that's okay i don't really have anything else on deck for today so yeah that, that's fine Okay, cool. All right, you're you're a sweetheart, but this really this is fucking rude. All right, he held episode two hostage, uh, whining about you, and made me set up this podcast episode so he could have beef with you. And now he's not even fucking on time. I have no idea how somebody can be that fucking far up their own ass. I'm so sorry, Hank. I, I mean, he's he's pretty famous. I'm sure things like this come up all the time. He he does have a lot to do. So yeah, but his fans his fans have been fucking threatening to kill you for months and he really owes you the courtesy of being on time especially after you know he constantly harangues you for not coming on his podcast i mean it, it's it, it's fine it, it's a huge misunderstanding i'm sure we'll clear it up and you know everyone will back off 
The death threats don't scare you at all? I mean, they're a little rough, but I don't know. I usually just read the subject lines and, you know, after a while, you just, you know, I'm going to kill you. I have your address. Watch your back. I know where you live. I know what kind of car you drive. You know, after a while, it'll just starts to blend together. I don't I don't think any of these guys are actually going to show up, honestly, because I don't know. Why would they? I mean, uh... Wow. Um, I mean, that's usually pretty correct about anonymous threats, but, like, you don't want to at least prepare for the worst. You know, a lot of his friends have, like, martial arts backgrounds and, like, um, <clears throat> endless spare time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I tend to believe everything happens for a reason. You know, if, if you know, if, if God or whoever sees fit to take me off this earth at any point, that's, you know, that's part of a larger plan that, you know, I don't have any stake in that. I, don't, I mean, I do, but, you know, it's not for me to know. Uh, you know, I just I just hope they heal whatever it is inside of them that, that brought them to the point that they feel like they need to attack someone they don't know, uh, you know, because usually generally uh, that, you know, that points to a much larger problem in themselves. See, this is what I'm talking about right here. OK, you are an overwhelmingly nice and understanding person and i cannot believe that he decided to start shit like this with you for content okay like this is the god this is so fucking stupid yeah well were john wayne gacy and the btk killers pillars of their community is that <gasps> stupid oh jesus christ hank i'm so sorry toe this is why I wanted to bring you on before I brought Hank on, okay? We need to establish some ground rules if we're going to do this. And you know what? I just I just thought of a rule. You know what I just thought? Rule number one, don't immediately come out the gate calling the other dude a fucking serial killer. No matter how iron that logic actually is. Yeah, you're right. I mean, psychopaths can be super charismatic. And, you know, you can't, you can't really kill that many people without being able to keep a lot of secrets and cover your tracks. And You see, you're already losing, baseball Hitler. Oh my god, Hank, I am so sorry. Toe, what the fuck, man? You said you were gonna be civil, and then you just come in all hot, calling him a serial killer and jumping to the Hitler comparison in less than 30 seconds? Alright, how about rule number two, alright? Rule number two, no Hitler comparisons. It's hack. Yeah, well, if the truth is hack, then tell me a joke about airline food, because I don't give a fuck. Hey, hey guys, sorry to interrupt. I, I you know, I, I don't, I don't want to get in the middle of it. I have a question. Is the no Hitler comparison rule number two or rule number one? I couldn't tell if you're actually finished making a rule number one. It's getting a little jumbled. You, you seem to think he has a good point, though. Hank, I'm not concerned about you following the rules. I'd like don't don't get too stressed out about it. But you agree that being a nice church guy with a baseball podcast would be a great cover for being a serious killer well, well, hold hold on a second my mom always used to say nice doesn't mean kind if you know if this podcast has rules i want to make sure i follow them you know, how about this i'm gonna write all these down is no hitler rule number one or no hitler rule number two i'm a numbers guy i just want to make sure i have it right it's rule number two okay i don't care if he made a good point about sociopathy he needs to watch his tone toe i told you i need you to be respectful if you're going to do this and i'm not automatically going to be on your side okay this isn't good cop bad cop okay this is bad cop a extremely stressed out public defender okay like can you please try to just dial it back a little bit we're already wasting a lot of time toe toe yo what the fuck are you still there uh yeah sorry i was just packing a bowl what was hitler going on about <laughs> dude 
Hey, easy. I'm fucking with you. Okay, I swear to God, you are so fucking easy to get riled up, man. Remember when Maya convinced you those snowcap candies you love were tiny microphones and they stay in your digestive system for four weeks after you ate a whole box? Yes, Toe. I remember that, and I would appreciate you not bringing my ex-wife into this in front of Hank. I'm trying to stay calm. <sighs> Hank, I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry about your divorce. You know, you know, my wife, myself, my wife. <clears throat> passed away from cancer a few years ago. You know, I know, I know how hard that could be. Oh my God, Hank, I'm so sorry. That's terrible. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's okay. It, it was it was a while ago. It's fun. Oh, loner Christian Ohio guy with a dead wife. Kate, are we still feeling about that serial killer rule? Are we still doing that? Toe, Jesus Christ. I'm fucking with you, Kate. <laughs> Hank, I'm sorry for your loss. It's okay. She's you know, she's with the angels now. This was a mistake. All right, well, we're all here, so let's try to get through this point by point. Um, all right, so I'm going to get to Hank's side of the story first, and I swear to God, Toe, I'd threaten to mute you, but I'm pretty justifiably afraid you would just log off. Oh, I totally would. Hank, Toe Hogan has been uh, claiming that your father is on the Trilateral Commission. Is that true? Uh, I actually don't know what the trilateral, tri, yeah, I can't even pronounce it, the trilateral commission, I mean, my dad, you know, he retired from construction about 20 years ago, so, I don't, I don't know. Okay. What that was okay, yeah, no, see, he's, he's already corroborating my source, Hank, I'm, I'm sorry if this is crossing a line a little bit, but I had my, my guy investigate your dad, we turned up his OSHA certificate. Mm. That doesn't mean anything, Kate. Everybody on the Trilateral Commission has other jobs. It's not like they do just the Trilateral Commission. Okay, yeah, but those jobs are usually, like, diplomat or scientist. Like, the Trilateral Commission is an elite group of high society intellectuals and world leaders with insane net worth that meet to discuss politics and ethics, okay? They wouldn't let in a guy who pours concrete into fucking Ohio housing foundations, you know? Concrete guy. Classic serial killer cover-up. Where are we on rule number one, Kate? That, that was an example, dude. Like, yo, his dad, he, he wasn't even doing shit with concrete. I was pulling that out of thin air, right? You know, like, his dad was mostly doing stuff with bricks, right, Hank? That's that's what the source said. Bricks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That that's great. Yeah, he did a lot of... You know, restoration works on on old browns. I, I, I you know, I, I think some of his coworkers called him bricks. Who knows? I mean, that that could be a thing. Um, I, maybe I've said too much. How much do you already know? Oh man, here's the deal. I want I want to give you the whole file because you seem really nice, and the source didn't turn up anything. But if I do that, Toe's not gonna take me seriously at all. I need to be able to at least catch you in a lie if anything you say doesn't agree with what's in the file. I, that's okay. I, I have nothing, nothing to hide. I know you don't, Hank. My guy went through your trash. So, uh, when <laughs> was the last time you spoke with your father? Uh, went through my trash. Uh, 2010. Um, you know, I've tried to get in touch with him since then, but he hasn't. You know, he hasn't answered the phone. I mean, after my mom passed away, he started struggling with his, uh, you know, his personal demons, his vices. And, uh, you know, kind of just fell out of touch with the rest of the family. Yeah, I know. Like, meth really hasn't been a fucking blight on the Midwest. It's a tragedy. And, uh, oh, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tell them about that. That's probably private. Don't, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll 
remember to edit this out. I promise. I won't tell. And I also, I'm not going to say anything else about the other stuff he was into, like even just in recorded format. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. That. That's. That's very. I, thank you. I. That's highly appreciated. To not. To, to not do that. She told me the other thing he was into. If I believed this story, it would be super depressing. So we are officially at the point where if you don't stop talking, you're not going to have time to tell your side of the story, which is much longer and more complicated given that it's a complete myth. So just stop interviewing him. You know more about him than he does. I don't know why you keep making me out to be the bad guy when you know where his dad is. Oh my god, Toe, I was gonna wait until we were off the air, you fucking savage. Why would I tell him that live? Because you're an amateur podcaster. This is great content. Explaining a man's relationship with his estranged father is not content. Wow, you really don't know anything about podcasting. Uh, so, so, uh, real quick, sorry, sorry to interrupt, guys. I... You know where my dad is? I'm sorry, Hank. We really don't have enough time to get into where your dad actually is right now. But the main point here has been made. Toe here keeps saying that you and your father are in close contact at all times because the two of you are furthering whatever conspiracy agenda he is going to lay out in patchy detail while high out of his mind in a few minutes. And while he has made some half-decent arguments to me in the past about this, they are looking less and less credible the more I talk to you. Everything you're saying is matching what my source says. Toe, I don't, I don't think they're in touch, dude. I think his dad stopped calling him when he got incarcerated. Oh, fuck. Hank, I... <laughs> oh my fuck. god, Kate, you fucking idiot. Um, my dad's in jail. I, yes, I mean, fuck, dude. Like, look, I wasn't supposed to tell you like this. What you mean by accident, after after saying you weren't going to go a couple of seconds ago, because again, this is great content. Holy shit, is that Maya? You'd better answer on the air, and you better tell her I say hi. It is Maya, and I'm not answering on the air after the way she's been getting harassed. Yeah, I saw her hanging out with that Padma chick on her Instagram story. She looked very harassed. Fuck. I actually might have to take this. I forgot she met with the lawyer this morning. Hank, can you can you hold on for a second? Hank? Hank? You still there? Oh my god, listen. I'm so sorry. I'll throw out this whole episode. I did not mean to blow up your family drama like this. I was just trying to get towed. I, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I was just... I was just praying. Um... You know, f finding out my father is in jail was a little intense, but I should be okay to do the rest of the interview. I don't even know if I want to do this. My, I don't even know if I want to do my side of this anymore, really. I mean, like, look, you're doing more damage than I could ever do, Kate. Are you, are you going to answer the phone? Smile. Yes, just tell, you just fucking do your intro spiel. You've yelled at me five million times. We just need to keep this for the listeners. Hank, I will keep an ear open and intervene if he starts getting too aggressive. Okay. Great. Great. Hi. Yeah, did he show up? Everything cool? No, what, what do you mean he's not actually a lawyer, okay? He came very highly recommended. Okay, well, hello, THR fans and four people Kate knows from the internet. Now that it's just us, I can get to the bottom of this thing without being interrupted. So, as you all know, Heck here is the host of a baseball simulation game podcast. It's called Punch and Judy. He mostly podcasts about baseball mogul. 
but occasionally strays into other games and topics. What you don't know is that I've been watching him this entire interview with his little webcam window, and he's blinked somewhere in the neighborhood of 145 times. Isn't that right, Hank? I, 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 don't, I don't know how many times I blinked. Well, it must be difficult to keep track if you have to constantly blink to keep yourself from shape-shifting. But I'm getting ahead of myself. As you all should know, we are currently living in a simulation. That means that anyone who uses simulations within the simulation is someone that you should be suspicious of because they are the ones most likely to be the avatars that are actually controlling the simulation from the outside. But this scrutiny is usually reserved for people who are running simulations more complicated, like a world-building game or something like that. But that, my friends, is exactly why Hank and his father are such geniuses. Nobody would ever suspect that a baseball mogul podcaster from Ohio would have any ability to shape the fabric of reality from the inside, which is exactly why it's the perfect cover. Everything is becoming automated now, okay? You need to get with the times, all right? If you're going to reject the lawyer bot, then, you know, have fun staying in the past. Lawyer bot? Oh, my God. Hey, hold on. I think she sent a robot instead of a real lawyer. Kate, put my on speaker. Fuck you. No. <laughs> All right. Well, Hank, I'm going to get into your involvement later because Punch and Judy podcast is only one year old and the wheels were set in motion for this conspiracy decades ago. So I need to go over the history. That, that sounds fair. Thank you, Hank. You have great manners for a psychopath. Okay, so... <laughs> Sabermetrics, which for those of you who are unfamiliar, is a mathematical model for determining baseball statistics and analyzing players. The first person to develop this was Davey Johnson, who used an IBM 360 at team owner Gerald Hoffberger's brewery to write a formula translation, otherwise known as a Fortran baseball computer uh, simulation, while playing for the Baltimore Orioles in the early 1970s. Now, what is usually not brought up when people talk about this is that every simulation that is developed is monitored by world government because they have the potential to corrupt the programming for the overarching simulation that we all live in. Why does the robot need to pass the bar, okay? It's connected to the internet. It knows everything. <laughs> okay, so when the simulation went live, world government picked up on it immediately and saw an opportunity to tweak this system of mathematics so the ripple effects of the smaller simulation would have on the larger simulation that would match their agenda. This was genius because nobody would expect you to hide something like this in something as slow and wholesome as baseball, especially considering how slow baseball games were in the early 1970s. Fuck. God. I'm sorry, Hank. That was really unprofessional. Is he behaving himself? No, yeah, he's totally fine. He hasn't broken any of your rules yet. Yeah, I can't stay mad at him right now. I just keep thinking about how you sent a robot instead of a divorce lawyer. Get to the point, dude. We are running out of time. Your fault for that. I mean, your podcast is too short. Anyway, so world government got a wind of this. The timing was perfect because the idea to form a trilateral commission had already been circulating to strengthen bonds between American, Japanese, and Western European elites. This is also where Bill James, the man who popularized sabermetrics, came into play. He was specifically drafted by the government as an avid young baseball fan, possessing the necessary metal to act as a pawn for world government and to spread this agenda. 
What people believe is that Bill was the last person to be drafted into the Vietnam War in the state of Kansas, but that he was stationed in Korea instead at that point. The reality, however, is that he was not sent to Korea at all. The draft number before his was the real last draft number. Bill was actually sent to Japan as a representative of world government to lay the groundwork for the conspiracy between the two countries where baseball is the most popular. So when the commission formed in July of 1973, Japan and America agreed to begin to slowly implement changes in, in the game in a way that was advantageous for them to begin to popularize sabermetrics, changing several rules and replacing all of the New York Mets with cyborg clones for the remainder of the season. Bill James was also sent back to the States in 1973 to begin his work popularizing sabermetrics with the assistance of elite members of the commission in both Japan and the U.S. Okay, so I'm going to stop you here because you mentioned there were rule changes and the Mets were acting weird. Uh, so we can bring Hank into the conversation since neither of those things are about uh, world government or clones. Hank, uh, was anything weird happening with the Mets in 1973? Uh, did any of the rules of baseball change? Uh, well, that, that year, that was one of the years the Mets won the pennant. Uh, but they did it with the lowest winning percentage in Major League history. Uh, but that was you know, mostly because people were getting injured if by injured you mean taken out and replaced with faulty clones only competent enough to get to the series but not win the series then yes you're right oh shut the fuck up hank please continue i promise this will be over soon uh was that the only thing weird with the mets uh yeah i think so i mean game two of the series was considered kind of weird but that's that's all i can really think of right now kind of weird Oh, yeah, nothing was suspicious about that game. It was just the longest game in the series history at the time because everybody kept getting blinded by the sun. What human, especially a baseball player, can't handle the sun in October? A clone, that's who. Hank, if you're so smart, would you care to tell the listeners why 1973 was the first year where all the weekday series games started at night when the sun is setting? I'm sorry, Hank. I'm doing my best. I know you are, and that's that's all I can ask of you. Sheep. Any major changes to baseball rules in 1973, or uh, were was there anything different about the games? Or I mean, this is really obscure, but I think this was the last year that the teams printed their own programs for home games. That really doesn't have anything to do with the rules, though, and it started in 1974, and that was the last year uh oh oh wait i just remembered that was when the you know the dh the designated hitter rule came into effect i i don't i don't know how i forgot that i won the bar trivia game i go to with my co-workers with that last month listen to this guy digging his own grave for us good job kate i really don't know whose side you were on at first uh, actually, Toe, I am, uh, not on your side yet because you still need to answer the extremely important question of what any of this fucking shit has to do with Hank. Well, first of all, the game Baseball Mogul, which Hank has dedicated an entire podcast and most of his spare time to, has a button that says, build an expansion team into a dynasty. Dynasty, Kate. That is a dog whistle for fascist agendas being passed on from father to son. Furthermore, Hank's dad was doing construction as a member of the Trilateral Commission's own brownstone in 1973 that was located at 2020 Dale Murphy Avenue in a small town outside of Cleveland. Hank's podcast started in 2020. So if you add one, nine, seven, and three, the total is 20. Immediate 
dog whistle to the Trilateral Commission. Hank simulations are part of the decades-long tyrannical control world government that they have over the fabric of reality. And if you can't see that, you're... I'm sorry, but you're a fucking idiot. Okay. Uh, Hank, why did you start a podcast in uh, 2020? Uh, well, live baseball stopped, and I needed something else to do. And I wanted to connect with other baseball fans since I couldn't go to games anymore. So, you know, I started a podcast about, you know... A, a game that, you know, just exists at home. Baseball mogul. Right. And uh, if I remember correctly, Toe, uh, you put some money on some of these simulated games, right? Uh, I remember you saying you lost a lot of money on the Punch and Judy games one night when we were drinking. Uh, and it didn't make a lot of sense to me because I don't follow uh, baseball simulation game podcasts. And I only know Punch and Judy as the title of a medieval puppet show. Uh, but then I found out about this little fight you were having with Hank because the 50 podcasts that simp you won't shut up about it. I don't know what that has to do with this. Uh, a lot, uh, considering you never talked about him on your podcast and your fans didn't start attacking him until you lost a lot of money. I'm rich, Kate. Money doesn't matter to me. Only the truth. Hola, Gotti! Gotti! Oh shit, dude, uh, hold on a second. Yo, uh, yo, what's up, dude? What's up? Yeah, uh, fix your washing machine. You broke with the bad phone call, you should be okay. Oh shit, is that the building super you're always talking about breaking into your place? I thought you were making that shit up. Why would I lie to you about a building super breaking into my place? I never said you lied. I thought you were having a paranoid hallucination from living underground. Yo, can he hear me? Yes, Toe, you're, you're very loud. Hey, man, how's it going? Come over to Kate's mic. You're, you're Dominican, right? We're talking about baseball right now. Holy shit, I cannot believe you just put me in a situation where I have to pick between addressing your gambling addiction or your over-racism when we are this close to the end of the podcast. After this is over, the only baseball I'm dealing with is a baseball-sized fistful of Xanax. Motherfuck, dude. Omar Minaya is not a cyborg, Kate. I never said that. Who the fuck is Omar Minaya? Why is it relevant that he's not a cyborg? No, no, I'm done. I'm done with this point. I'm done with this fucking... I don't care. Super, I'm sorry. He's being racist. We can't just assume you're into baseball because you're Dominican. Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. My cousin is Carlos Santana. Seriously? I mean, that's really insane and cool, but, like, uh, what, what does Carlos Santana have to do with this? Oh, you know Carlos Santana? You go to see him in the stadium every month. Like, hey, he very good. Okay, yeah, but just because he's playing at a baseball stadium doesn't mean he's a baseball player. Uh, Kate, sorry to cut in there. Uh, actually, there is a baseball player, a really good baseball player uh, named Carlos Santana. Is that is that who he's talking about? I think I think he plays for the, the the Kansas City Royals right now, actually. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I thought you were talking about you know I thought you were talking about you know like the, the Carlos Santana. Yeah, he was uh, your first baseman. He very good. No, 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 no. I mean, like the, you know, like the musician, you know, like he's from the 70s, but he was on some songs in the 90s. Like, you know, he's, he's playing guitar on that song Smooth. It was all over the radio, you know. Ah, uh, yes. Woo, Carlos playing guitar in Space Ant House. What? No, I've never heard of Space Ant House. What is Space Ant House? What are you talking about? Oh, you know, he's like... You know, Space Ant. What? I thought that's not 
Wait, are you is, are you trying to do smooth criminal right now, dude? No, that's not Space Ant House. They're called Alien Ant Farm. That's and that song's not not. It was called Smooth Criminal. It wasn't called Smooth. I, I, smooth Criminal is not Michael Jackson. I mean, well, it is. It is Michael Jackson. Alien Ant Farm did a cover of it. You know, I always thought the cover was better. Yeah, I did too, but that's not the point. The cover and the original song, like, don't have different titles, and they have the same lyrics. I don't know how he's getting them mixed up, you know? I was talking about the song Smooth, you know, like the, the, uh... It's just like the ocean under the moon, it is the same space, and, 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 you know, give oh, me all oh, yes. real. Oh, yes. You know? Pearl Thomas, Carlos Santana, he played guitar for my Drive 20. Uh, you know what? I'm realizing I picked the worst possible song to drive home this point. Um, uh, you know the song, uh, Maria Maria? Yeah, I love West Side Story. Nope, straight two. Okay, Santana f just featured on both of those songs in the 90s. Pick a Carlos Santana song from the 70s. What the fuck is wrong with you? I, I can't think of one right now. I, I, I think I know one, but I don't, I don't think you should listen to it, uh, because... Black, black magic is, after all, a sin. You know what? I'm done. Uh, we're out of time. Uh, listen, Hank, I, I hope we cleared some of this up and this wasn't too rough on you. It, it's okay, Kate. It's okay. Uh, thank you for having me on and um, finding my dad, as it were. Uh, I knew that, that God would bring him back to me eventually. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that whole thing with your dad. We'll clear it up off the air. Toe, uh, <laughs> you know, that we... Have we gone over this enough that you and your fans are just gonna, I don't know, leave Hank alone now? Toe? Toe? And he's already logged out. Uh, Hank, I don't know what to tell you, dude. I, I did my best. That's all any of us can do. Thank you for understanding. I really try to be on the up and up as much as I can. Uh, you know, just uh, stay on the line and I'll, I'll give you to the number to the prison when we are off the air. Um, thank you all for listening and uh, see you next episode. Kate's Bunker is written and directed by Hannah Harkness, with post-production by B. Jordan. This episode features voice acting by Chanel Ali, Benel Germosen, Seamus Sullivan, and Hannah Harkness as Kate. The theme music is Elephant Bones by That Handsome Devil. Follow Hannah at hark underscore it's Hannah on Twitter and Instagram, and New Queer Order at New... and New Queer Order at New Queer Order on Twitter and Instagram. The truth is down there.